Hello there. Welcome to the Gnosis Hour. Um, yeah, so my name is Philly C, and this is my beautiful co host here. Her, her name's Lady Light. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, nice to be with you all, and lovely to be with Philly C. Wonderful, Phil. Uh, yeah, so with not too much of a specific plan this time, we just wanted to trust and uh, see what comes out because. Uh, as we were alluding to last time, a lot of this, a lot of this podcast and a lot of really the whole spiritual thing is about letting go and trusting and opening to your own insight, your own knowledge, which is a spontaneously revealed thing. So in that vein and in that uh, way of doing, we're going to see what we can come up with. Um, yeah, by just letting go and trusting. So, um, yeah, what were, we, what were we just on about before I had well, the record? You know, a couple of things. Felicity um, did, did a beautiful invocation. I'm thinking next time maybe we'll actually record that. And um, even though we're on two separate islands, we, we both seem to be going through a similar thing where um, mm. we, we've really um, unwound in the past day. Mm. Uh, uh, you had a massage therapy. I had cranial osteopathy. I'd got myself quite wound up working on many, many different projects and um, got a bit goal oriented oriented mm. and, um, you know, found that pressure building up in me and uh, just sort of let that all go and kind of went into a deep restful place where it really just left. And also um, had a great talk with my friend B about, Wu Wei Wu doing by not doing. I think that and, that sounds yeah, like a good a good, good uh, like place to start. Yeah, well, well, I mean, in the Wu Wei Wu, it's the doing by not doing. But then, what we're just talking about is that kind of breaking off and taking a rest, and and then how that relates to being goal orientated. I think we can all agree that having goals is important and perhaps vital as a guiding light. But then, is there this point where it becomes like unbalanced and unhelpful. And then we're like blocking our own energy somehow. And then, um, yeah. So what is that whole exploration and what was, what have your been, yours been? Well, to me, when I, I have to be suspect of my goals when I'm, um, you know, st I start to feel the physical pressure in my body mm. and I realize I'm, I'm um, out of the flow. Mm. And, uh, you know, that, uh, you know, the, the journey for me, because I was very woo-wee-woo as a, as a teenager, very much in the flow, very much trusting and mm. traveled all over the place frequently with no money and always ended up in some wonderful place with wonderful people. Yeah. And I, I think I kind of had to be a grown up, you know, had to make something of myself how uh, I wasn't, um, it's been a challenge, an ongoing off and on challenge of, of marrying that way of being with wanting to have a, a big offering, you know, leave something, create something of, of wonder and beauty. And I, and I think um, when I lose the playfulness, you know, oh, like yeah. a, I stop being like a child, just playing and trusting. I mean, a, a child never worries they have a goal like you say there's a goal it's important like they're going to make a sandcastle or something that's a goal um and then but they never worry exactly about how it's going to be made 
they're just going to use everything that's available and then they're going to make it. And then they usually finish it um, just like the Tibetan monks by smashing it, you know, like with the sun <laughs> company things where they, they blow it all away. Yeah. And we were talking before we got on about the importance of in the moment of creation of, of pulling in the energy from, you know, the elemental world, which will make your manifestation how important it is to have the focus, to have the purpose, but also to have the end, mm. you know, to, to have how long do you want this to last in the world? And if you don't have that, imagine just all these thought forms rotating around in your being in your world um, and everyone else's that are sort of half, half baked, half complete, or have done their purpose and now just need to be moved back into pure energy. So, yeah, I guess it's like, how do we have these big ideas of what we want to create and practicing manifesting from the void, but keep that playfulness so we don't get that pressure building up when lots of stuff happens and more people are working with you and you've got responsibilities and deadlines and things you have to do. Like, how do we just really play these things into existence? Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the big question. Um, well, I, I find um, I find something very similar in my experience, where yeah, there's almost a kind of fear of not getting enough done or reaching a certain standard, or progressing enough, progressing fast enough. But you know that that could be. I think many people might experience this, but it could be personal to me because there was a time where I was. I let the inner child run a bit far and then I kind of hit this contemplation point of my life where I was like, whoa, I've, I haven't achieved anything. And I felt like I had so much catching up to do. So then that, that the real intensity came to the process, but it's, it, it was totally wrong to forget, you know, to, to just cut off that part of me that wants to just play. And, um, is content with very simple things. It's content with a sunset and just watching trees. And it's very kind of, yeah, I was, I was a pretty quiet contemplative child. And then that carried through like, yeah, like Stephanie was saying, it's about ambition and um, yeah. Lacking ambition is seen as like a problem, um, which is an interesting topic in of itself. But I think if I, if I've got one little point to add, it's that, it's about reviewing one's life um, in a in a positive way. So, say recently, I've been working on a, a few different online courses and things, and I've been trying to build up a daily routine with what I'm eating and the training I'm doing, and doing like Wim Hof breathing exercises. So, like in my mind, I've got these check boxes and stuff, and it's like tick, 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 tick. But like. Um, and then if I fall off or if one day my body's like, yo, I don't even want to get out of bed till 10 a.m. or something, then inside I'm starting to like panic or something. I'm like, but, but this is my grand plan. I need to tick every one of these boxes every single day. But, but then there was this other way of thinking that arose, which was like, hey, look at your life. You've changed your direction and you're heading towards all the things you want and you're constantly growing and, and building. It's like, so like, why, why don't you celebrate that instead of being upset that, that life's not happening exactly how you expected it to, which might be a bit boring anyway. So it seems to be a bit about perspective, like that if on the whole, 
we're we're doing good, then maybe let the day just play out to an extent. Well, yeah, the letting go or something like that. Yeah, I think um, being in nature is really important and reflecting is really important. And um, I was just listening to uh, Joey Soloway, the filmmaker, uh, talking about the heroine's journey as versus the hero's journey, which is mm. kind of dominated filmmaking for a long time. And being asked in an interview, what was the heroine's journey for her? And she said it was it was circular. And as we're moving in, I'm not really talking so much about not wanting to make this a gender conversation, but more about, uh, you know, moving into um, a softer way of being um, more, you know, bringing, bringing back into balance the, the feminine with the masculine, the divine feminine, the divine masculine. And um, she was said, said something about um, ambling to iteration or ambling through iteration and the search for meaning and it's like, you know, what, when we, when we think of our goals, like, okay, you know, maybe you have a goal to, let's say, just say create a film or, or create a, a practice, a business that, where you're teaching something. Um, I, I think the question has to be asked, why? Why are you doing it? Like, what is the search? Mm. Is the search for um, income? Is a search to bring something good to the world? Is a search for finding your own place in the world? is the search for meaning. And I, and, and she was sort of talking about, you know, moving, moving the goal less to this dominating idea of, of everybody going for the same pool and, um, you know, the financial material thing, which is, I think, I think there is a, a lot of beauty in, um, in, in having a, a luxurious life but but it can be done in a less materialistic way mm. and also it can be done in a way that that honors the whole um more more completely and also so i'm, I'm, I'm certainly not saying i don't want to get into that that idea that it's a good idea to be poor because then i think we're part of the problem yeah. you know nature is abundant life is abundant and there is a way to be abundant and in balance and i and i think that um you know when we we feel a sense of lack. We are actually, we have, we have a big missing part of the picture and we are out of balance. But like, what if our goal was, was not so much for income and, um, you know, awards or, or whatever, but more for um, a search for meaning and to offer meaning. I'm just saying as, as, a, as a way to kind of like challenge our goals. And, and perhaps if we challenge our goals, our direction towards our goals will change. Mm. So like, let's say, you know, I want to make this film or TV series or a book or whatever. Um, I, I want to help the world or I want to tell a great story. Um, okay, well, yeah, there's some merit in that, but there, I'm wondering if there's a different way and even an even softer, more organic, more, you know, following the Tao, uh, sort of way following the river to do that in a way kind of letting go of, of um, what am I trying to say it's, it's kind of like how much can I let go if a story comes to me and I you know it's like a seed uh, has been planted in the earth of me how do I how do I nurture that without getting it all clouded up and um, old paradigm thinking and um and and 
outmoded structures. Like, how do I honor the story and let the story lead me and let mm -hmm. the meaning of the story lead me? And, and like, how do I, do you see what I'm kind of trying to figure yeah. out here? Yeah. Like, how do we get a softer way? There's a, there's a, uh, perhaps a purity or a, a kind of an energy or a feeling to, to what we're pursuing. And, um, that's really, a, it, it powers the thing. And it was an inspiration that's like, well, which literally means that this, you know, the spirit is, is moving or is breathing inspiration, respiration, that your spirit's moving through you so that, um, how we, how we feel about it and, uh, it, that, that inspiration is important. So when it reaches that point where it becomes, yeah, more, yeah, th there's a subtle difference that occurs sometimes with these goals um, uh, where we sometimes, yeah, we lose the connection to it. We lose the connection to the, that exact feeling that, that was the seed spark. Um, and it, it changes and mutates and it, that could be, you know, that could be a great thing, but yeah, sometimes I, I, I reminisce on this where I'll be inspired to do something, but, um, and it's really, it's that feeling or that magic, which is like, yeah, I can totally, I'd like to share this, but if me bringing the thing to like a specified point means that I resent the whole process and the thing itself. It, I, I then I have to accept that it's not, it's not worth it anymore. And I've often felt like this. Um, I, I'll be passionate about sharing certain information, putting it on social media and stuff like this. And then at some point I'm like, what am I even doing? Like I'm just putting the stuff out there and I don't even care anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I know what you mean. It's sort of like this feeling there's responsibility to educate yeah. people. In a way, it's like uh, really being caught in polarity and duality consciousness. And um, yeah. in, in a way, it's sort of like also not trusting. Yeah. It's not trusting the flow. Uh, because in a way, to me, this all comes back to trust. And um, the, the, greater, the greater the trust that we can cultivate, the greater the humility that we can live by. And that, not, that isn't to lower ourselves, because I believe we are all majestic. We're all superheroes. We're all, you know, extraordinary. And I, I really believe that. It, but it, to humble ourselves means to let, let the idea that you've been gifted um, lead you. Mm. And I, in a way, uh, I'm even bored about talking about patriarchy and female gaze, male gaze, et cetera. I mean, eventually this conver that conversation is just going to end because it's very polarizing as well. But mm. it has to happen because all these, you know, it has to happen because we're crossing a bridge and we have to move into a far more diverse and inclusive way of being. So these conversations have to happen. But, um, you know, in a way, when, when more and more people are able to trust their own inner life and their own inspiration and let that lead them, and build force and build strength and build community mm -hmm. all by just trusting and mm -hmm. obviously doing and acting, you know, cause you know, there's a certain amount of release and surrender, but then there's a certain amount of action and gathering. Um, you, you will, or, or we, we will naturally move into this 
more diverse, inclusive, broader world. Because the very concept of the hero's journey is about an individual going forward and conquering challenges. And I think it had its moment and there's many wonderful things that have been come out of it, you know, Star Wars and the ultimate hero's journey, right from the Joseph Campbell books. If anybody wants to know about the hero's journey, that it was coined by Joseph Campbell, the great mythologist who wrote many great books, including the hero of a thousand faces. And George Lucas was a very good friend of his and apprentice, so to speak. Um, but it's like that time, there's a place for it, but it, it's kind of coming to an end because part of that is this conquering energy mm. and this, uh, this dividing energy and this, um, this good against evil. And, um, you know, this, this is what kind of landed us in this mess. Yeah. So it's, it's moving beyond that. Yeah. That kind of linear, straightforward conquering journey to a more circular where everybody's included. It's not just one hero. It's, everybody everybody and like you were saying in the invocation like all elements all realms are creating this so like it's it's almost like honoring a deep honoring moving more into honoring trusting and humility that you have a great inspiration which all of us will receive if we open to it and then not letting those old constructs of you know this is where the the work might come in you know of how could i make this happen that's where you, the childlike trust has to come in mm. like of course you can you can do it even if it's building a building or building a an amazing bridge or a film or a book or whatever you you can do it yeah and i'm just um, you know proposing this new process or it's probably not new at all this ancient process that we bring back some of these elements and I know both both you and I are thinking a lot about this. That's the inner, <clears throat> the inner alchemy. Um, mm. Well, you you're whole you just launched a whole book in a system called Creative Alchemy. But for me, alchemy, um, going back to what you just said about masculine, feminine. Well, yeah, we're at that stage, human beings. Let's realize and acknowledge that each of us has a masculine and a feminine within one, that we're whole. Um, they were a whole being and um, yeah, there is such a big difference between it's very noticeable if you observe people and you interact with people and you observe yourself and you interact with ourselves. Um, it's very noticeable to know when like, I'll, I can notice in myself I, when I'm acting from a more masculine polarized place, it's like, yeah, I need to get somewhere in order to be satisfied. And even then I probably won't be satisfied. I want to be somewhere else. But if I'm more in the balanced or if I'm more in the feminine, then I'm kind of like more paying attention or yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for the signs and the signals and the subtleties. And that's, that's really getting into that more of that communion state, that connection state, like you're saying that, um, yeah. So, I guess overall us human beings we're becoming more skillful that that um that we can that we can come back to the center or or balance it balance it out more quickly because yeah like you're saying that's the big failing of of recent history or um recorded history or biased history is 
that it was this whole stupid thing of going forth, conquer. Now I need to tell everyone that I've conquered and I need to control everyone else's life. And it's just misery for us and it's misery for them. And it's just clearly hasn't worked. So, so how do we get things done um, while, while remaining balanced and, and centralized to all these dual forces or, or dual aspects of us? Yeah. I mean, it's interesting when I was, when I was young and they used to say on the applications, like, what gender are you? I would always say my gender is artist. Uh, you know, (laughs) and I was like, my gender is artist. I actually don't look at myself. Um, as you know, it sounds really strange. I don't actually look at myself as male or, or female. And that was way before the term non-binary was even created. Mm. Um, it has nothing to do with um, sexual attraction. It, it has to do with the fact that I don't, uh, sometimes I feel like today I was sort of joking with my daughter. Um, you know, I was all dressed all in black and I felt very much like um, a Duke, sort of like you've got... Um, <laughs> You got the thin white Duke, David Bowie, and I was like the thin black Duke. <laughs> you know, that's how I felt. I, I felt very, very male and like, um, but not even male, like very androgynous. You know, I just felt very, very androgynous. And I think the more we can, we can um, just let loose on, you know, be, be aware that, that we're, we're trying to reshape a paradigm with language um, that is always polarized. And we're told that the, the space-time continuum is actually held into place by the divine paradox, um, by bipolar opposites. But the thing is, in the divine paradox, they're, ho- they're both held together at the same time. And so like you have sort of the infinity symbol on its side, um, mm. male, female, you know, the, the yin-yang sign um, with the white and a little bit of black and the black with a little bit of white the cotyledons and it's like what happens in the middle of that what like what happens when you stand right in the middle of that what power is there when you move beyond identity and you just sort of say at least in this moment i i don't have any gender identity um i'm just a creator a creator being that's what i am i'm an inspiratrix and that's my my definition of myself um in some moments i might move move into an idea of i'm a certain gender but it is a bit like about you know loosening everything and feeling this multi-dimensionality of our beings and um you know moving back into what what is this body i was born into and what are the mysteries and the secrets and what can it offer me um you know but then moving back into letting it all go again it's sort of like how is that as a practice of just, and maybe even going back into the goal orientation, you have a goal, you're doing this, and then, and then you kind of, you let go. So maybe as we cross the bridge, we, we do a little bit of both. We just sort of mm-hmm. do a little bit of both. And that yeah. kind of allows us not to float away into space. Um, you know, we, we anchor in again, and then we feel like we're getting too conquering conquering of our own lives and our own goals we let we let it all go again and we go make the sandcastle yeah yeah i i i totally agree that it is a going a going back and forth between our various modes and if i want to 
break things down again back to the positive negative masculine feminine esoteric kind of construct yeah there's all ones and zeros it's there's a kind of a satisfaction in in the in the completion and then the the realizing of oneself and being like yes i'm here i've done it and that's a really a moment to recognize oneself and then of that is kind of born it's born an identity i guess but then there's always always after that one is like yes i did it i came you know i'm one and then always after that it has to be a zero where you got to jump into that hole again and just like go out a different womb and you just go and just restart because that seems to be how we work like that uh, whenever we get too well defined and and clear all of the walls start to come in and then all the possibilities gone so then it's like kind of knowing vaguely where you're going and and um what sort of works and what doesn't like in a general way but then having to always jump back in into the zero into the black hole and be like whoa and just end up end up somewhere and be be on our toes again and really listening and really looking at life to be like what what is here and who am i and that's that's a lot of what the masters say is their whole thing is just keep going into the zero they're like okay you you've reached a realization good now go back into the zero and then it's tiring because we're we're very much i mean socially and and like you say in the language it's more on that martian side so it's like that that's something we also have to address that culturally we are more polarized to the masculine and then that will be a continual influence until our society changes and those who are doing a lot of work on themselves we must acknowledge that um your yeah that operating this way will be might be a little bit different and and we could get um could get drawn back into that without realizing it because that's just the way our language works that's just the way our our thought forms work but like i was saying that that's this master teaching is always these realized gurus and saints are kind of like, yep, yeah, go bit, jump back into the zero. You're like, you find it and you're like, ah, I found it. And they're like, okay, cool. Jump back into the zero. And then it's maddening for the mind, but then something in the being goes, oh, whoa, wait a minute. Nothing will ever be the thing. Nothing will ever satisfy me. So I might as well just get used to jumping back into the zero. I mean, do you, what, what do you reckon? I love that. that. I, love, I love what you're saying. I think that's wonderful. I think, yeah. You, know, you have these massive realizations, you think you've figured it out, your consciousness has expanded, you're seeing the multidimensional reality, but it's sort of like, yeah, but you know, that's just another level of the dream. So <laughs> go back and zero, let it all go again. You know, yeah. it's like, I don't, you know, let it go before you define yourself, before you create yet another identity. Um, yeah, it's, it's very interesting negotiating the path thinking this way and I, I was another thing that kind of occurred to me as well is like because we're, we're kind of talking about manifestation um and the manifestation of our lives and our our um reality like what you know as a, if it is all layers of a dream which i kind of think it is like everyone says we're gonna we're gonna move into this true reality and i'm pretty suspect of that i think that <laughs> 
your consciousness will become finer and greater and you will be able to see more of the whole and you will be able to you know things will be revealed to you for sure but it, it is just finer and finer levels of the dream mm. it is you know there is no sudden awakening from the dream that will be the moment you go back into energy entirely mm. you might have one big ping you know one big orgasmic ping and then you you kind of get the hole and then boom you're gone you know or, mm. or maybe not even you're just gone but um i sort of think um considering we're talking about layers of reality and layers of a dream what about thinking of like your project um you know for you what you're now setting up in your life and for me what i'm now setting up in my life like i would like to say i call it our offerings mm -hmm. um we just think of that, think of it as already created. Like, mm -hmm. you know, here we are, this idea of manifesting, which is something I've been teaching for a long time and learning for a long time. Um, that, you know, I, I often wonder, there's a lot of push in it. You know, there's a lot of self in it, you know, steps mm -hmm. and creations and things like that. Like, what if it was, you've got this inspiration and idea and it's already created. So rather than create the steps in your mind and, um, you know, organize the dream in such a way that it will assist in manifestation, which is effective. Instead, you just humbled yourself even further and you sought the completed vision and literally were even more of a conduit and just allowed it to come through you. Mm. Now you still have to work. You still have to do things. Like, you know, I would still have to write. You would still have to go and do your training in Bali or Thailand, you know. But yet, it's, it's, it's like just the shift in perspective yeah. changes the whole thing entirely. So you're not manifesting. You're, you're taking self out of it even further. You, have, you are downloading something that already exists in perfection and doing your best to be this clear v vessel that to allow this to come through and, and this is where um you know it can get terrifying because it is about letting go of identity even more but but not um you know yeah it might even be i have to kind of think about that i met this lovely person the other day who runs a vr company and um he was in a great state of mind he was having a lot of amazing experiences and um he said that they did everything by collaboration in, in the story creation. And I was thinking, wow, that's different than the way I do it, where I, I create the story and I, I feel very close to the story. Mm. And, and would I be able to let go to that degree to say, this is no longer my story. I'm going to share it with all these people. I, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, what are your thoughts on that of like this shifting to instead of you're making and manifesting, you're literally pulling something down. I think it makes complete sense that there's a difference in motivation. There's a difference in what's compelling us. On the one hand, where if we're, we'd be chasing, like there's a manifestation where we're like, okay, I want to, um, I want to get to here. So we're we're trying to get towards a thing. So by definition, we yeah we we haven't got there yet. Um, but then the other other way you're suggesting is to say, okay, that's a completed thing. And I'm just the servant who will make it come about. So 
I guess, yeah, there seems to be a, a difference, maybe subtle, about how we operate. Because in the one, uh, in, in what you're suggesting, there's more of a certainty to be like, well, this, this will happen. So uh, I'm going to make it happen with my actions. Um, and there is, it seems less stressful to be working from the basis of like certainty. Um, yeah. And, and Stephanie and I have both been to one uh, Qigong workshop uh, where um, one master, she talked about how spontaneous healing had happened back at his he healing center in China. And what he said was, we asked him, okay, what's the experience of you and your friends spontaneously healing a tumor in like five minutes and, and everyone watching it shrink? What well, we you know what's going through your mind. And he was like, we all had the same thought and the same thought was this has already happened i've already done this so i feel like this the, we're, we're getting onto that. something here yeah 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 i forgot about that yeah he was amazing yeah beautiful 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 soul yeah look, okay thank you so much for reminding me of that you know i'm just sort of thinking of course when you're working this way and you're working on something that's um you know not just in one moment like um, creating an offering that will take up space and time. Um, you do have to start being able to listen, like you were saying, mm -hmm. listening, uh, because you are kind of saying it exists, but you're now on this treasure hunt, you know, and um, intuition will guide you into the synchronicity of what you need. So it, it's, it, it really is, um, a different way of doing things. So instead of pushing out and creating a list in the morning, the logical list of what you need to do, um, you are you are actually going into active listening on a really, really deep level, listening to that which is already created and how it needs you to do certain things so it can come forward and exist in space and time and benefit the whole. Hmm. So, yeah, that was that was cool when he said that. And he certainly was um an extraordinary master and also saying that they're they're very ahead with understanding quantum mechanics and they're applying it to healing the earth and uh, you know growing extraordinary vegetables and really true masters of energy and and loads of healing of, of the physical body spontaneous healing so that was really good to remind us of that so, wow. Okay. That's a lot. That's a lot to, for both of us and hopefully our listeners. Yeah. Um, maybe, yeah. Maybe moving in a new way of, um, of being and, um, you know, moving more into trust and humility and um, a humility that knows you are that which created you and you have all the ability to create in the same way. You are a fractal aspect of the eternal evolving hologram. And you have every 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 one of the of the uh, qualities available to you, so it's just like fighting those voices that say you don't, and just saying, "I'm not listening to you. Thank you very much. Go mm. go do something productive, like whatever. Um, and here's a new job description for you. Be the guardian at the gate, or <laughs> wash the dishes." And then just kind of really moving continually back into that trust and that intuition and synchronicity, because. Um, 
you know, it, it takes vigilance. It's something you have to kind of move into every day of saying, um, I'm, I'm going to listen. I'm going to allow myself to do this because otherwise we suddenly are like bulls in a china shop. We've got to do this. We've got to do this. And the pressure builds up, etc. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess that's really what we're saying here is find the right state, um, find the right state to manifest and, and work with and really what most people who connect into intuition and into inspiration tell us is, yeah, to find the right state within yourself where, where, you, where you feel that flow and you feel more of that certainty in yourself and then just go and, and do whatever it's instructing us to do. Um, that's a valid way to be. I guess that's the gist of what we're saying. It's a valid yeah. and use, useful way to be and perhaps progressive, um, necessary way to be is, is really, uh, yeah. Well, that's um, maybe for our, um, our listeners and ourselves and our, our um, mutual practice, which is what this podcast is, um, we will put it to the test. We will, we'll, we'll really work on shifting our perspective really deeply into this and, you know, report, report from the yeah. front line how it's going and what we're learning from trying to do it and, and see how, you know, what we come across yeah. know, like, a, like a treasure hunt. So we'll, um, we'll report back in, in the next podcast and hopefully we will have our friend Penny talk about self love, which is where we left yeah. off in the, in the last in Gnosis R11. Yeah. Um, yeah, but so much love to the listeners so and you. my goodness yeah so much brother. love to to uh miss lightsmith um, um i'm very grateful for the many blessings she brings and um yeah so just do well and um stay stay in that love and we'll see you Thanks. next time